lads, lasses, punting masses, welcome, welcome. It's a midweek hump day edition of the Betting and Stock Market Show. A good day yesterday for our one pick of the day, and that was at Warnable Racing Race 6. We're going to get to that shortly. We're going to touch on the AFL rights. Great timing to touch on the AFL rights. And what the stock markets, of course, the updates, what's coming up on the uh, Patreon page for today and in the future. But first, we're going to get to some horse racing. And we'll tell you that our $3 fixed win for number five Vanguard got up at race six at Warnable yesterday on the tote. It paid $3.30 and $1.70. Three Britannicas came second at $2.30 and two Police Camp paid nothing for coming third. Five, three and two and five gets our win. We'll update our monthly and our uh, financial year winnings shortly. But first, we're going to get to the AFL rights and the US-owned Paramount looks the hot favourite now to secure the AFL broadcasting rights at a basement price. As the AFL... Oh, look out, it looks like my computer's just popped up and done something. At a basement price, because the AFL has offered $2.5 billion over five years, and that equates to $706 million, a million Australian dollars per year, because Paramount, of course, is owned by the Americans. They're going to pay in American dollars. That equates to $240 million loss per year, or a $1.2 billion loss over the life of the deal. As the Seven Network and News Corp, which has Foxtel, which has Fox Footy, is paying $946 million Australian dollars over the next two years, the last two years of their deal. Paramount is expecting direct-to-consumer content to increase to over $6 billion by 2024, that's the last year that Seven and Foxtel will have it, that is almost dead set certain, during their fourth quarter earnings call. That And that is a $2 billion increase with revenue expected to earn $9 billion. With a total of 56 million subscribers, Paramount aims to reach 65.75 million by 2024. But that's the good news. Paramount has lost 65% of the stock price in 12 months as of last week when I wrote this, with fears they can't compete with the likes of Netflix, which is crushing and burning, who are right now bleeding cash and subscribers by the millions. Netflix stocks crashed 40% last week on the back of estimates of over 100 million subscriber losses. Pessimistic hedge funder Bill Ackman dumped all his Netflix stock at a loss of $40 million due to Netflix soon to introduce fees for password sharing and they're going to introduce some advertising. Nothing wrong with the advertising. <clears throat> password sharing, of course, is debatable. People like their, have their don't want to pay their 10, 20 bucks for a subscription for a month. Now, look, um... If you can't do it, 
don't do the password sharing it's like pirating but look back in the days when we were teenagers and in our 20s we burnt cds and because cds who wants to pay 40 bucks for a cd yeah seriously 40 bucks for a cd that's how much they are in this country and basically the music in this day and age is rubbish anyway i like to go get my compilations my two for 40s absolutely love that to go and do that so again the legacy of gil mclaughlin has failed out the door son get out you've done enough damage to this league and on top of that he owes the players at the end of this month 55 million dollars and he wants to squib that and give some of that we don't know how much is the sum to the aflw uh, and the 55 million dollars of course is based on growth of the game now we all know the teams um, had a huge growth i did say that to you about the western bulldogs 57 million in equity up 6 million an extra 15 million dollars in cash uh, that's just the western bulldogs alone the aflw doesn't grow anything it costs you nothing to go and see the games uh, tv ratings don't even get a mention and the growth is not there so if the growth is not there you give them less and the afl tries to save it by the millions well the players aren't having a bar of it they signed a contract they're smart and they want their 55 mil by the end of the month so gill's got one problem there he's got a second problem he's going to have to, the free agency deal or not the free agency deal the cba comes up at the end of the year and that's going to be very interesting when you're 1.2 billion dollars short over five years for these tv rights okay let's go to the stocks before we work out what happened yesterday and the stws well we fell a little bit all round so 67.99 they are right now but it's still a 79.90 profit for the nba playoff stocks or championship stocks as we like to call them the qoz is 1560 at plus 56.22 uh, and the IOZ is $30.01 at a plus 79.40 profit. Those three from 2018. Sell mode so far, 221.31 profit for the whole three. With a profit of minus, oh, minus should be, per, yes, we lost $6.79 on yesterday. For the NHL, of course, the QOZ, as I said, 1560 at plus 59.55. We lost $2.55 on that yesterday the afl stocks let's have a look at those for our afl experiment as we're picking these major sponsors and the bookmakers because as we said before we can only find four australian stocks in the major sponsors suncorp is now 11.26 that's up three dollars eight for the start of the season Coles is 18.50 up 6.86. The NAB is 32.11 up 10.88. Telstra is 3.98 and that's up 189 from the start of the season uh, for the shares we've brought. Tab 5.29 at plus 12. Points bet 3.12 at minus 26.64. Total profit of 8.07 once we sell it all. And that's um, at, at plus 0.56%. That is it now. It was 1.29 yesterday. We lost over half of our profit. And this is because of the biggest cash rate rise. And of course, 
don't panic people it wasn't that bad and the market actually didn't think it was that bad either the biggest cash rate rise since 2010 of 0.25 and that puts an end to another Albanese thought bubble and that is wage rises because the wage stimulus is now dead and buried no more no more extra money floating around because spending has gone up and costs have gone up so the, there's too much money floating around too much money floating around uh, as 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 i say to you you know it, it, it's a supply chain demand is what's what's causing all the spending like i want to go in and buy a two dollar liter a two liter bottle of um uh, say Woolworths brand apple juice for the youngest one here because she loves her apple juice in the morning and uh, that wouldn't normally cost me 215 well it hasn't been there for two weeks and I'm forced to buy uh, golden circle pineapple juice because I don't even have apple juice and that's costing me four dollars eighty so that's more than double and that's why you got the spending the supply chain problems why do we have the supply chain problems well I'll tell you why America and their great constitution you know their great constitution who likes free speech uh guns and sex whenever they feel like it uh that's there with anyone in in sundry i'm not talking about the married and boy i'm talking about anyone in sundry uh all those things your constitution has consequences and your consequences of not getting vaccinated means that you don't work and if you don't work, you don't get paid. And if you don't work, there's a work shortage. And America's vaccination rate is about as low as China's. And China has a whole lot of problems right now. Shanghai, I believe, is locked down still. 12 provinces of Shanghai are still locked down, and that's causing supply issues. So quite frankly, your freedom of your all your constitutions you do not have anything in the Constitution that says you have the right to destroy anybody else's welfare and well-being. You don't. You might think that when you get a gun, America, and shoot 24 people, and free speech does have consequences. Anything else, you don't. But unfortunately, you are. And you can't blame ScoMo or Albo when he gets into power for this. Yes, you can blame... Uh, as much for both of them not just one for the petrol prices because hey you want to get involved in a war and you're betting on the wrong horse because America said so or forced you to said so you need to get some bowls on that but quite frankly anything else outside of Australia's control that is the uh, supply chain that's, a, that's got a cost of consequences we can't help that now Albanese's flawed housing policy will see a repayment rise of 68 a month or, you know, even with anyone in charge at 68 a month, plus any capital gains you collect that, does, that doesn't get included in the repayment because that has to go back to the 30% borrowed and I'm using that in regional Victoria, of course, because as we know, they found a flaw in Albo's housing policy plan and I knew there was going to be another flaw in the Albo's policy plan because it sounds definitely familiar to the failed plan that Jeff Kennett brought into Victoria and, and wasn't he a, a nuffer of a leader 
and that is if heaven forbid a relative or somebody died or your elderly parents or grandparents died and you got an inheritance out of that you've got to pay the inheritance tax on that which actually doesn't go to the house repayment it actually goes to the 30% borrowed from the government so you're still stuck with the house repayment okay Another bit of bad news for Albanese is the price of coal is averaging rises of 54% a tonne last quarter and 212% from last year thanks to his, their, their, not only his, but their continued support of banning Russia coal. Europe needs it and Europe's getting a tonne of it right now. So we need to make a decision there on what we're going to do with the coal. Well, we don't know what he's going to do because basically, well, he's got the United Australia Party and One Nation above the Greens. So that might tell you something there. It's going to be an interesting in, what's today, the 4th? Oh, it is. It's May the 4th. It's Star Wars Day. 17 days, what he's going to do. Now, but we will continue to be the eternal optimist in all of this. May, I'll tell you why. Because May is plus 2.9% ROI. The 2021-22 financial year is plus 2.8%. That's on sports and racing on better and the better half. And the last quarter, though, is minus 6.8%, but it has gone up. And that, of course, is thanks to the racing being bad for the last two months of March and April. Warnable Racing today, we have a $10 bonus bet thanks to Bet365 for the Wangoom Handicap. So if you want to get... On that horse that we've picked, you have to sign up to Better and the Better Half on Patreon. One MLB game, the White Sox and the Cubs, which the odds only went up this morning at about 7.30, so we had to be quick on that. And EPL Burnley and Aston Villa, of course, is still coming up later in the week. The futures for the NBA, the NL, MLB and the NHL will go up. Uh, in the morning, tomorrow morning, my time, it's at 6am, so get set for that. That is it for another betting and stock market show. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to give you the rundown of the White Sox game and the racing and more here on the betting show. And don't forget, as I always say, kids, invest in yourself because the government can't tax you or you won't suffer from inflation. So thank you. Thank you for listening to the Betting and Stock Market Programme.